Hello, we're your hello. <laughs> we're your favorite <laughs> podcast pals. I'm Andy, and I'm Brian. Bye. Today we're talking about oh. Andy's grandparents' fiftieth anniversary. We're talking about Easter, Easter cakes? Easter's cakes? Question mark. <laughs> we're talking about Avengers Endgame. This is Dustball. Hello, and welcome to Desk Pop. We're your favorite podcast pals. I'm Andy. And I'm Brian. And uh, welcome to today's episode. It is uh, 428. 2019. What a time to be alive. Brian, now I've noticed that you've come into the uh, <laughs> re- into this recording session today uh, What? a little intoxicated. I uh, think... Why don't you mm. tell me a little bit more about that? I don't know if I have. I mean, I went to brunch and I had a graph of mimosas by myself. And then I had a couple shots. As you do at brunch? At brunch. It's brunch. <laughs> Go all out. Let's get fucking wasted. <laughs> brunch 2K19. And then I went to uh, another sports bar. But, you know. Because I'm straight. For some brunch, too. I Yeah, you, you continue brunch. Brunch only ends when you want it to end. Brunch only ends with one person throwing up in a toilet <laughs> or when you pass oh, out. There was a person who threw up. Hold on. Let me get my phone. I want to show you this photo. I don't want to see there's it. There's a mid, like mid Snapchat of this group of the group photo. This person is holding their mouth, like throwing up. It's so good for brunch. Yeah. What was the occasion? You just decided to do it brunch. Was brunch. We lied and said it was her birthday and sent her up on stage to get a shot. And she, we had to send her <laughs> home with her husband because she was vomiting everywhere. What the fuck? <laughs> you want to go to brunch next weekend? No. Come on. Is this what's been going on whenever people in the office are like, "Oh, let's go get brunch, Brian." Yeah. You're like, yeah, sure. Is this? Well, they really double life has a they want to go to hamburger mary's which is a drag establishment so you eat brunch you're yeah, eating yeah. like chicken and waffles while drag queens are dancing around you and you're giving them dollar bills that's also where we went today nice now don't what's tell a... anyone in the office is there like nudity no okay i'm, try- just, I'm just trying queens. to distinguish the difference between like a st- eating at a strip club and like oh it's a... very different like so i feel like, like there's an, there's more showmanship do you remember the drag race episode you watched yeah it's like that but it's happening around you as you you're have eating. to like specify like that one episode that i well, watched because i know you saw that one episode yeah. and you said you don't watch yeah i've watched so. it a couple of times but it's people. like yeah. it's like the lip sync for your life but it's happening as around you as you're eating mm. that's it there might be outfit reveals or anything, but there's never new. When you go there, like, is there usually like a large crowd? Yeah, yeah. Today was packed. You have to have reservations to go. To really? Hamburger Marys, yeah. Wow, it's all of it. Hmm. Yeah. I've I've made like plans with several groups of people to go on several occasions, and it's just never happened. Um, I will make you and Dana go with me next time. Okay. That's we'll we'll have brunch. Promise. And I'll be fucking drunk. So I went, uh, Dana and I went to my grandparents' 50th wedding anniversary party. Your 50th wedding? <laughs> Great. Uh, and um, there there were several speeches, of a, several amazing speeches. Did you give one? No. I was the DJ. I made announcements. <laughs> That's good. I just plugged my phone into uh, the church speaker systems and played like Beach Boys and uh, and the Jersey Boys soundtrack. 
That's wonderful. Yeah, you know, old people stuff. Yeah. But my grandpa goes up there and he goes, no one's ever accused me of being smart, and I'm not very good at talking to people or speaking to large crowds, and I'm about to prove that to you all right now. And he goes into this speech, and in hindsight, I mean, this is like Babe Ruth calling a shot, like... (laughs) He's like, he's about to Babe Ruth this speech. You know, he he told every he told people he was gonna butcher it, and that's what happened. He goes into, yes, yeah, so I've been married to my wife for fifty years, um, and what well, I have I have one of my close friends here who's gonna play music tonight. He's a, a Vietnam vet. Go ahead and stand up, everyone. Give him a hand, and everyone like claps for this Vietnam vet. And then he's like, you know what? If anybody's served in the army stand up oh no and so all these vets stand Jeez. up and he's like give them a hand so we're all clapping for the war vets and i'm just like what the fuck's going on Jeez. and then he goes into the, like this he starts talking about his kids and he's like yeah whenever i got with my ex-wife we didn't last or no no he goes we went to another state and got someone who wasn't our regular pastor to marry us because we haven't we didn't know each other that long before we got married and my last marriage with my ex-wife just ended and then he goes into the intricacies of his uh last marriage Jeez. which is really awkward and he's like but i wouldn't trade it for the world because it resulted in my first son patrick rob give him a hand so we're all like clapping and that's for your my, dad yeah and so we're all like okay. clapping for my dad and then he's like yeah and the husband of my ex-wife is here and like note that his ex-wife's dead <laughs> so the, he's just like Jeez. And he invited his ex-wife's husband. Well, that's nice. And so he he came, and so yeah. everyone starts clapping for him. Jeez, because he asked us to. Yeah. And he note that my dad, uh, this man is like deaf. So when everyone starts clapping for him, he has no idea people are clapping for him oh, until halfway no. through, where he like realizes people are clapping for him. So then he oh, like no. starts to stand up, and we're like, no, 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 no just don't worry about it. Don't, don't stand up. Just <laughs> sit there. It's fine. Then he starts talking about his ex-wife more, and everyone's just like, dude, just shut the fuck up. Just stop. And now at this point, his wife is upset. Oh, no. And so we, like, rush him off the mic. This is what happens when you go off the prompter. Man. You go off script. Just go wild. This is fucking crazy. Man. Man. So crazy, dude. That, like... That reminds me of the feeling of giving my brother's uh, best man speech. Mm-hmm. That was... Did you butcher it? I did not do as well as I hoped. I did get a laugh, which was all I was hoping for. I just wanted one laugh. That was good. That would end it. Um, man, I don't want to revisit that, even in my memories. But You brought it up, so now yeah. I'm very curious on like what the speech was. It was fine. Um, was it? It was okay. the The problem was I followed the maid of honor, who she had like a very detailed speech featuring like the first time that she and the bride met, and the first time they like laughed together, and the first time they spent the night and like hung out together. The first like she had this whole like meaningful thing and it was very like extensive and then i followed with like yeah so my fucking dumbass brother right <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> I was like, yeah, I Fuck love that him. guy. <laughs> like, oh, Can't we didn't... live with him. <laughs> I was like, ah, we didn't get along when we were younger, but man, we don't get along now. <laughs> Just kidding. We do. <laughs> uh, I think the one joke that I made that people laughed at, uh, oh, I wonder if I still have it in my phone. I can't even tell it to where it would be funny right now. I'm so fucking drunk. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but I got one laugh, and that's all that mattered. That's all I wanted. Uh, yeah, there was no alcohol there either, so. And that, that, that sucks. That really sucked for me. Them up for you know, I'm just really funny, and they're really laugh, laughy. They're really laughy. Yeah, laughy taffy. Okay. So in other news, uh, I would like to mention, before we get too off topic, I went to Burger King on my way over here. I stopped through the drive-thru. I said, hello, do you have any Detective Pikachu toys? And the man said, uh, yeah, you're looking for Pikachu? I said, no. I am actually looking for Bulbasaur. <laughs> That's it. I said, no. <laughs> I said, no, and drove away. I said, no, I'm actually looking for Bulbasaur. He said, I don't actually know Pokemon that well. And I, we were still having this conversation through the drive-thru, oh. like, you know, microphone. I was like, oh. And he was like, I have this Aqua one. And I was, like, trying to think in my mind, like, what toys they had out for this, like, line of toys. Uh-huh. I'm like, I think Bulbasaur is the only one that I would describe as Aqua. So I was like, I think that's probably it. And he's like, it's Aqua. It has, like, a green thing on top of it. I was like, yeah, that, that yeah, that's Bulbasaur. And he's like, he didn't say anything. I was like, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't respond. I was like, hello? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you can pull forward. I was like, okay, thank you. I pull forward to the window. He hands me the toy. Uh, and you even got two of them. Hold on. Okay. We're getting there. I didn't discover that till I just got to your house. He hands me the toy. I was like, oh, perfect. Thank you very much. He was like, yeah, no problem. And he was... About my age, so it seemed odd that he didn't know anything about Pokemon, but I was like, I'm not going to press this. Like, this seems like I've already got what I wanted, so I don't need to know anything else. Like, I don't need to know why you don't know Pokemon or like... Yeah, what fucking weird creature <laughs> you don't know Pokemon. Um, so he hands me that. I'm like, great, thank you very much. He kind of gives me a weird look, and then he goes back, like, he takes my money and like, you know, goes back into, closes because his window. Because you're also getting food, right? Right, You've I got to mention that in your sure, story. Sure, sure. Okay. I didn't just pull up for the toy. I did order food, uh, and I was like, I also, I, I ordered food. I I asked for the toy after he said he had the toy. I said, like, I'll buy whatever like needs to come with the toy. Like, I don't need to just get this toy. I'll buy something that comes with it or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah, for the cause. Yeah, I'm like, I don't need to. I don't need you to just throw it in. Like, I'll just buy something that comes with it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's he's fine with whatever. I'm sure he doesn't give a shit. You know, he works in a drive through line and, you know, he probably doesn't care. So I leave, you know, I get my food. Uh, I come, come to your house. I'm sitting down to eat right before we record. And I notice there's another one in the bag. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> um... 
I don't have a receipt, but I don't believe that I was charged for either one of them. But I just ended up with two toys. I don't think, I don't think they charge you for the toy. I always thought it was like if you don't buy like a kids meal that comes with a toy, like you have to pay for it. Oh, I didn't know that. I just thought that you get, you get a toy with the kids meal. Yeah, and that's it. Well, but but since... you can substitute like a toy for like a like a cookie or something. Like you can substitute it for something else. You can. Yes. And you know this. I know this because of my efforts to find this Bulbasaur. I remember I, the last time I did that. Every time they have like Super Mario stuff yeah. at McDonald's, I'll go. But I don't know the McDonald's rules. They probably have some pretty locked down kids menu toy rules. I don't remember. I haven't. I haven't been to McDonald's trying to get yeah. toys in a while. But I hate Burger King with the white hot intensity of a thousand suns. So. Man that nothing can get me it's so good to go though there. no i don't i don't uh i don't like it and it reminds me too of like the feeling of when they first came out with toys burger king i don't know if you remember this like in your childhood but like every time uh as a child of divorce my parent my dad would pick me up to go to dinner or whatever there was always like the um uh, well, not always, but there was a specific time period where there were Pokemon toys and like cards and like yeah, uh, gold plated cards and stuff at Burger King you could go get. They had like keychains and all this yeah. cool Pokemon stuff. So every time my dad picked me up, I was like, I want to go get a Pokemon toy. Like I want to go, I want to go to Burger King. Yeah, my I went to Burger King a lot when I was little, and my parents did that. They would take yeah. me to whenever they had Mario stuff. Because back then there was a drought of Nintendo merchandise. Like yeah. they had no Mario shirts or blankets or clothes or co- like they had nothing. And so the best you could get are like were the McDonald's and like Burger King yeah. stuff. So every time they had them at at Walgreens, I always like made a huge uproar mm. to get me the fuck to Burger King so I can get as many of those toys as I could. <laughs> and that was like and so I. I would have like for birthday parties that have all these like big toys and stuff. And I'd be like, my favorite fucking toy is this Mario thing. And I got in a fucking window <laughs> windows at a Wendy's wacky pack or whatever they were called. Fuck. Yeah. It was like my favorite toy. Jeez. And I ended up, uh, years later, I ended up finding another one at a vintage store, like still in the packaging. Yeah. And I have it. Oh, so I have the one I played with and then I have the sealed one. That's nice. Yeah. And when I'm dead, like whoever all my shit goes to, they're just gonna be like, "Oh, what the fuck is this?" They're just gonna get it. They're just gonna. It just it means away. so much to me. It's just this meaningful thing that I keep, and they're just gonna be like, "Yeah, sell it." <laughs> oh, we're all gonna die. We all day. die. Yeah. We all die probably sooner. Like in the grand scheme of things, the word "soon" pretty much pretty much encapsulates the length of time we will all be alive. Like we will die soon. Anyway, how was your Easter? <laughs> it was great. Uh, I went with my boyfriend Aaron to his family's house Aww. in Shelbyville again. Man, this is just, I yeah. just need every podcast every to just podcast. get a recap of what of what trip I took with Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not even, yeah. it's the same place. <laughs> yeah, same place. There you go. How uh, far away did they live? About three to four hours away. And you go there a lot. Yeah. Whenever Aaron goes, he invites me. Wow. Go. Hmm. Yeah. 
So we went there, we played board games with his family, his mom made a cake, they made, they cooked a lot of food. It was I'm nice. learning that Easter cakes are a thing. Huh? Easter cake is a thing. So they I didn't cooked, know that this time. Like, they cooked like a bunny cake, like her, his mom cooked like a cake, but it was like in the shape of a bunny. Yep. And it had like, the ears were like paper. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Tell me your experience, because I want to hear, like, because I thought this was a solo thing that I experienced. So, Tell me more. Well, you just caused my mind to explode. Wow. But I didn't know Easter cake was a thing until, um, so an Easter... Like for Jesus? Uh, let, let me get there. Uh, I was texting Dana throughout Easter, because she was celebrating it with her family, and she was like, yeah, we're getting, uh, we're getting a cake. And I thought... That's a Easter's a weird occasion to yeah. enjoy cake. And then later that day, my grandpa came over. <clears throat> came over and he always shops at the specific bakery for every major holiday. Uh, and he came over to my dad's house and he brought a cake. And I thought, that's a coincidence. I'm enjoying cake. Dana's enjoying cake. And I kept making jokes like Easter cake's a thing, right? And when you mentioned the bunny cake, my mind took me back to every easter of my childhood when my grandma was alive and she always bought those bunny cakes and so i guess i forgot that i'd have been eating cake consistently every easter for years and i didn't realize it until just now i guess i oh. it was just such a different genre of cake i wow. didn't consider it cake <laughs> different genre yeah because this was a regular cake but every year when she was alive it was a bunny cake so this is the first year I've ever had a bunny cake. Yeah. No, bunny cakes are a thing, I've man. I've never had that before. So when I saw this, I was like, that's funny. And like... Uh, no, it's bunny. That's bunny. And like... Uh, what's the word for like on trend, on trend with the holiday? Uh, topical? Yeah. That's funny. And that's bunny funny and topical. It's bunny funny and topical. And fresh and keep, bunny keep and an hopping eye and... Keep an eye out for the desktop merchandise. The t-shirt, yeah. bunny, funny, and tro topical. <laughs> tropical. Bunny, funny, and tropical. Bunny, funny, tropical. I really want a t-shirt that says that. It's like both a of us, like, back to back, like, in sunglasses, with guns. You ruined it. <laughs> you ruin it. <laughs> you, I guns ruin don't, everything. Guns don't ruin t-shirts. You do. Oh. With guns. Guns don't kill people. There you bunny go. cakes do. With guns. Bunny cakes with guns. Too. Bunny cakes with guns. <laughs> that sounds like something that... That's like our a, new band. A 19, bun, welcome to Bunny Cakes. <laughs> Hello, this is Bunny Cakes with Guns. I'm your host, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> We're just coming up with all sorts of... I was going to say that sounds like a nickname that like a 19... 40s or 50s couple whenever fedoras were a thing that people wore all the time yeah that just sounds like something a couple would call each other hey bunny, bunny, cakes. bunny cakes show me them fat bunny cakes bitch show me the show me them bunny <laughs> hey, cakes bend over what are you picturing when <laughs> when you say that i don't know show me them bunny cakes my guy bending over showing his butt how progressive <laughs> how progressive <laughs> <laughs> sorry a girl you mean a woman no, wow I mean a girl <laughs> oh, jesus christ wow 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 we out well i think now is a good time to to bring up the next topic which is uh 
I thought we could talk about our impressions of Endgame as Brian Are you ready? <laughs> puts his mouth on the mic. I want to be your Endgame. I want to be your Endgame. All right, so <laughs> do you want to go first as far here. as? <laughs> Let's give it right off the bat. Let's give it a number score. One out of nine. What do you think? I think that if you're a casual fan, you haven't seen all the movies, but you've seen like enough to warrant you seeing this one, I'd give it maybe a seven. Hmm. But if you'd watched all the movies up until this point, are you gonna give it higher? I'd I'd give it a ten out of ten. I wouldn't well, have ended this is out of nine. Okay, I'd give it a nine out of nine. I wouldn't. There's not a lot of things in that movie that I would change, and hmm. it. I was fully satisfied with with that conclusion so my i lied i'm not fully satisfied but i'm mostly satisfied there there are a couple things i would change so my two ratings are i would say i agree with you on the first one you gave it a seven yeah i would give it a seven if you've seen vaguely enough to know what's going on and you're you probably enjoy it i did enjoy it but i'm not gonna give it a nine because I feel like my personal my personal feelings are I enjoyed Infinity War more. And I think that this wraps things up and this closes this, this storyline and I think it's great. But I don't think it succeeds more than Infinity War. So I'm going to give it a 7 and 8. I think it was still really good. I enjoyed the payoff. But I don't think... I guess... We're going to get right into spoilers immediately, so... If you care about spoilers, you should, stop listening You now. should stop listening. I'm going to give you, like, another just... Just ten in seconds. case. Just ten, in ten, case, ten, yeah, nine, you're... Nine, 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 eight, 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 you're seven, really seven, trying seven, to seven, find six, your six, phone. Six, five, your five, phone dropped. It's on Bluetooth right now. Okay. You've had enough time. So... We're in the spoiler country now. Yeah, Andy's doing a... Right. Okay. So, I would say the impact of Spider-Man dying compared to the impact of him coming back is not equivalent. The impact of him dying in Infinity War and, like, all the other stuff happening around that is super high. The impact of him coming back is not as high just because there's so much happening, and I understand as well, but they weren't, to me, able to emotionally connect those things. Uh, I felt like it did wrap up a lot of things, but it didn't make me feel as much as Infinity War did. I I understand, but I disagree. Sure. I can see, I definitely understand why people would say Infinity War was better, because they had a lot more freedom to do whatever they wanted. Sure. And with Endgame, they're tasked with, all right, we have to. Obviously, it follows up Infinity War, which up. limits yeah. what you can do because yeah. you can't. You, you have to start from where Infinity War ended. You can't just start wherever you want, and then it has to conclude everything. So everyone knows the heroes are going to come back, right? And everybody knows. I, it's I would light. say almost that's not even a spoiler because yeah, it it's expected. That's what you think is going to happen. I mean, yeah, it is what happens, but and how they, else would they do that? You know. And they tie everything up with a nice little bow. So yeah. they're very limited on what they can do. Right. So whereas Infinity War, there were so many surprises. And, you know, there were surprises in this one too. But 
the scale of the surprises were a lot smaller. Sure. Given, you know, so I definitely understand why you'd say Infinity War is better. But I definitely think that mm. Spider-Man coming back, I didn't really care for that moment. Just because, yeah. like, Robert Downey Jr., he hug, like, Tony Stark hugs him and you're, you have that nice moment. But the impact of all of them coming back at once, sure. at the moment that they did, it just that was, like, that cool, like... That didn't impact me the same way as everyone dying yeah like it just didn't and i i got it that it was nice i'm like sure it's cool and now everyone's in the fight neat but it didn't make me feel any type of way as as opposed to them all dying made me feel like oh like that sucks like that like people are losing people you can see people's reactions there were some moments like when people came back like uh when the when thanos's ship starts firing down uh, the, I don't know what to call them. They're not really like bombs, bombs or lasers. Yeah, there's some sort of like you know fire. Uh, rocket like jumps on Groot like to cover him, and I thought that was really nice, and that was really like that made me feel some type of way. Like oh, like he would rather like he's so protective now to get this person back that he would rather die like put himself over this person so they don't die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that, those moments were really nice. And I think there were a few of those um, just based on whoever lost people. Yeah. But it didn't just because they had so much ground to cover, there wasn't enough space for them to like, com- like deconstruct that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be done in future movies. Probably like I assume the next guardians of the galaxy movie, there will be something about rocket. Like, you know, feeling like I can't lose you guys again, or you know, there'll be yeah. something like that. Um, and I think in all the movies, it'll be something like that uh, in reference to Infinity War. Like you were saying that they had referenced the Battle of New York several times in several movies. I think this is going to be the next thing they reference a lot. Yeah. Um, but it'd be impossible for them not to reference yeah, the scale of everything. Sure. Yeah. Um, I had one more thing I wanted to say. Jeez. They had that. Oh, what I was hoping for the storyline, I was hoping that, and I was thinking it was going to be Ant-Man. I thought, like, the way the story pointed, he was going to kind of end up being, like, the last person alive kind of thing. I was hoping it was going to be, like, one of those sorts of moments where it's, like, everyone else had failed or something, and there was one last thing he did that, like, and he was the last one alive, he was the last hope or whatever. I was hoping it would be some sort of story like that. And then uh, somehow he goes back in time enough or something that it the last spark of like hope like I don't know reignites and like finishes the whole thing yeah. out rather than like oh they all succeed on the mission they went back in time to do so they they win. Well, I also kind of it. I feel like they had to get the core six Avengers and make it all about them, right? And so even with Rocket and Scott Lang there, sure. Ant-Man It wasn't about them. them. Ant-Man showed them the quantum realm, yeah. stepped out. Yep. Iron Man did the rest. They went back in time. Ant-Man got the stone. They sent him back. They sent him back, yeah. And then they did the rest by themselves. Iron Man and Captain America were like, we can do this. And they kind of left them out of those plans. Yeah. yeah. And then Thor and Rocket 
it just turned into Thor talking to his mom and then Rocket was out. That really frustrated me, actually. Like, I know people were, like, laughing at Thor and thought he was, like, so funny because he had a fat suit on. But, like, his character was just miserable this whole movie. Like, there was nothing to celebrate there for me. Like, I I understand that he was uh, depressed and, like, I I understood all that. But I don't think he ever had a moment of, like, no other people need me. I can't be this way. He just was like, "Yeah, it's well, fine." I feel like I've I've been waiting for this version of Thor for a long time. <laughs> Fat just, Thor, just because he lost <laughs> a huge. Yeah. He lost his home. Yes, huge portions of the population of that home. Sure, his mom. Yeah, his dad mm-hmm. figures out he has a sister. Sister dies. Yes. his brother dies. Uh, he loses an eyeball. Uh, he loses his hammer. Yeah. Um. Then he already blames himself for losing against Thanos, so mm-hmm. all that on him just leads him into this existential depression. That that arc for him in this movie makes total sense to me. What I don't understand is, um. Well, I guess he does kind of make a comeback because after he talks to his mom, he kind of has this moment of can't change the past, gotta keep moving forward. And then that results in the final fight at the end. He does, but he never... It's always outside of him. Like, it's always, like, someone else saying something. Like, his mom saying something. It's never him going, like, you know what? I'm being a piece of shit right now. I need to really try for my friends. Or I need... You know? Yeah. It's just always something else happening. And he's like, uh, but why? Like, uh... I don't know. Also, he used to be so possessive of his hammer. Yeah. I think I thought it was really cool to see him almost congratulate Captain America for sure. holding it because when he holds it, he's like all happy for him. He's like, "I knew it!" Yeah. And he like gives the hammer to him later during the fight, mm-hmm. and I thought that was really cool. Like, kind of, yeah. he's big enough to uh, let go of that. I thought it was a little strange that he left with it back in time. It it's because it's like the infinity stones yeah like then the thor i know that he was doesn't have back. his hammer yeah but so. it just was a little weird that it was like i don't know it's weird how captain america was solely responsible for returning all the stones and yeah. also i read this thing online which now that i've read it, it makes a lot of sense why because they still had all the infinity stones after iron man snapped i don't understand why they couldn't use a time stone to revive iron man yeah because they could like because yeah thanos used it to revive vision sure in infinity war and after talking to dana about it she said oh well if they reverse iron man since iron man was the one who did the snap if they reverse time for iron man then it's like then the snap, it, never, the snap happened. never happened but i feel like if they did it just on tony and not the infinity stones then i don't think it would reverse the snap I can see your point. I think there's one of those things where it's like, I've already told you, I thought Pepper's reaction was odd and we've already had this discussion, but I'll say it again in a minute. But I think it's one of those things where you just the thought of reversing time on Tony, like sure they could try that, but like one, he's obviously the actor is done with the movies that like, I think that's what he can come back as an AI. I he, swear he's coming back as an AI. Like he's he's he will be back. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But I think like, uh, 
Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, Robert Downey Jr. I, I feel like they've all kind of expressed that they're like kind of tired of doing the Avengers thing. Like, uh, and I think that that impacts the story a ton. I also think that it's one of those things where it's not it's not a good story if you can just do something and have no repercussions. Like, I think that that plays a lot into it. Like if you can just do that and then revive someone afterwards, then what does it matter? Kind of thing. Like I, I understand like, sure. You know, it'd be nice if we could have literally everyone back. If we could well, do that to I, every I'm single not person. For that. I'm just saying that just the maybe one person get rid of like, if Tony dies, do it in a way that sure it could not have been avoided. Because sure. I feel like with the Time Stone, you could bring Tony back. Whereas yeah. if he died, like you can't. Black Widow is dead, sure. and there's no way to bring her back. Sure. And that's explained. So that means her death meant something, and it solidified because it, you can't take it back. But isn't that interesting though? Like I know we've talked about this too that they're doing the prequel or they're doing some sort of Black Widow movie. Yeah. Why at this point in the Marvel like cinematic universe explore that? I think it's just because just like, hey, sorry to see you go. Here's your parting movie. Like, I think that they've been there have been talks about this movie for a long time mm-hmm. before this, and I feel like in this new kind of like that both those scenes in both movies where all the women characters of the Marvel universe are together. Yeah, and they're fighting. You know they're really wanting to push female protagonists which is great um and so i think with the success of captain marvel it only makes sense that you take a pre-established marvel character that's already been around already kind of like recognizable as a core avenger and give her a movie sure i I think financially that makes sense they already have a good relationship with scarlett johansson so that makes sense uh the fans get more fan service of seeing you know apparently the movie takes place after the original Avengers movie. Hmm. So it, it's just fan service. So, but it's just so interesting. Cause what is the, like, I know there's obviously sure everyone enjoys it, you know, mm-hmm. but what is the payoff? Like what is, cause Marvel at this point doesn't do movies if they don't connect with something in the future. Yeah. Like that's kind of the thing. They don't do that. They don't, just have a standalone movie that doesn't do anything for any future movies yeah that'll be interesting i feel like it might be the solo like yeah. the han solo movie Ooh, where it not. does some i liked solo but it adds Oof. nothing to the lore sure. because it can't affect the things that happen after it sure and we already know what's going to happen yeah, so you like solo i thought i mean was i wasn't surprised was it just it Rob. just tells the story of something i already knew and it visualized it but it was still nice to see they always good. add some weird kooky robot and it's mm. just oh cool you're the w- robot you're the snarky sarcastic robot that's in the form of a human because <laughs> all star wars is is a bunch of snarky sarcastic robots that communicate and it yeah you know anyways yeah i understand where you're coming from i don't maybe they might incorporate some villains that were teased in other marvel movies that they never were able to pay off on sure maybe like that hulk villain or you know i don't think hulk like i i really think that they are just not interested in engaging like 
with future Hulk stuff. Well, Universal is in charge of the Hulk movies mm. due to some weird deal, so they can't make a Hulk solo solo sure. movie. But from Civil War, if he's stuff, Avengers Hulk, then from Civil War, I've learned that they can get Hulk characters mm. and put them in as long as it's not a Hulk movie. Mm. So maybe you can use. I feel if they're going to do prequel movies or movies that take place in the already established timeline, it's going to exist for the sole purpose of closing out stories that they just haven't had a chance to close out. So you think like maybe black widow and Hulk's romance or something. Yeah. Might be anything that was left unresolved. And up until this point, there are not a lot of things that I can think of other than Hulk's little storyline. Um, and captain America he has a lot of weird storylines kind of diverging captain america now that he's with agent carter theoretically banged no no i don't think he had sex with her he just made, he out, made with out with his great niece. great granddaughter yeah i don't know um which is weird yeah but there's some weirdness there yeah. also if cap went back in time and he's living out his life with agent carter and it's in that timeline then that means that black widow's movie captain young captain america is a thing but old captain america is living in that same timeline so he could make a cameo maybe maybe she knew that he went back in time this whole time oh i don't know like she met old man captain america maybe they might tease that i don't know i don't don't know (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's just very interesting i i honestly was not expecting her her to die like i know that's kind of silly to not expect that but i really was expecting like oh they're gonna go for the more unexpected thing and have uh hawkeye die even though he has a family like it's gonna be like uh, they're gonna come back and they're not gonna see their dad like you know in all honesty i'm surprised that he even tried to kill himself yeah like if i had a family and i knew an assassin who had no family yeah like right yeah take one for the team you know kill yourself i wouldn't be hey jump off this rock like i wouldn't do that yeah like he has stuff to lose you know i i understood it she doesn't i did think it was weird you talked about this if uh nebula knew where they were going and like what the risks were like why did she not communicate that to anyone on the team yeah because there's a very real possibility that no one would come back with that stone like if they had to because they're the Avengers, like they do good things typically. It's a very real possibility they could be like, "Sorry, I can't kill you. Like I, I'm not gonna kill my friend. Yeah, I'm not gonna kill this one person, even though it would bring back half the population. I'm not gonna do that. We don't trade lives, right? Like there's a very real possibility that could happen. So I'm surprised that either. I and I think honestly, from a story perspective, it would have made more sense if she went um if nebula went to that place yeah. uh but the thing about it is which i was thinking about it it really only works for their relationship i guess because it was in the sense of like when thanos went there it was he had to lose something he loved it wasn't just like oh you can lose any human life you or any person's life you know he had to kill someone he loved to get that stone yeah so it only worked because they loved each other hawkeye and black widow had that relationship of like they loved each other whether it be like as friends or whatever but they like one of them lost the other so that's why they got the soul Mm -hmm. stone 
So I guess it wouldn't have worked if uh, Nebula went with uh, Hawkeye, or you know what I mean. Yeah. It wouldn't have worked because they don't care about each other that much. Uh, I am so sad to see things end here. Yeah, it it, it sucks to see it. it. It's satisfying, but it also sucks because we got to see Avengers in space, and yeah. that would have been so cool to have a cosmic journey yeah. with the core Avengers going to other planets do i don't i don't know it was just i just got a huge kick out of seeing war machine walking around on the planet from guardians of the galaxy like yeah what yeah i would have loved to have seen them take more time to really address the shock of these other characters just going from aliens don't exist to wow aliens exist to now i'm on another planet yeah uh seeing weird alien creatures <laughs> trying to get a magical stone that controls the fabric of reality like, i don't yeah. know i don't know that would have been cool but what 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 else oh also they explain time traveling as the following you can't change the past can't affect the future when you go back in time yeah anything you change in that timeline creates a new reality a new universe and that and so when they go back to their time it doesn't change what happened in their time right but i I think like my true feelings are i think that was a cop-out just so they didn't have to worry about that for their movie well i think that makes sense just because because it's uh that's terminator genesis rules it would i understand it at a base level but also it doesn't 100% make sense for all scenarios i think there are some scenarios where that can make sense but I think there are some scenarios where that may not be the case. Well, I think it makes sense for every scenario except Captain America going back in time and being an old man. Yeah. That's the only time that because he changed the timeline. It should have created another universe yeah. that he lived his life in and it would not have connected with their other universe. All right. That's not um, because like when Loki left with the Tesseract, that created a new, a new timeline that right. the original Avengers are not in. Yep. So that's in another universe. So when old man Captain America is on that bench, that means that I guess he never af- truly affected the timeline. Yeah. And so he's there. A little strange. That's weird. Yeah. Or that the new that the main universe is now spun off in a slightly different timeline. Oh, you're right. Because like, there if... could be a different timeline where that doesn't. Happen. he didn't come back as an old man right. and they're just like man where did he go and then that's yeah. it and we're watching the universe. and that could be the main timeline but then now we're in this other one yeah that actually that actually makes sense yeah yeah you fix that for me you're welcome yeah i thought you know if i didn't have a pair of eyes staring at me at the end of that movie i would have been sobbing yeah no um, i i told you this too we went so we we saw together yeah uh you went with dana and i was with our friend jessica we were all together i guess it's yeah but uh every time i was in a sad moment where i wanted to to cry jessica would look over at me and i felt like i couldn't cry anymore because i was like (laughs) yeah it just felt really awkward yeah Yeah. i had had the same thing with me anytime something big happened dana would look at me and i just got all awkward (laughs) yeah just Oh, are you expecting yeah, some, some sort of reaction? Or... Yeah, but that closing shot of the like um, Captain America dancing with Peggy Carter after just 
Oh, were you crying during that? I would have. Yeah. That that moment was. I I don't. I'm not mad at her for it because she knows it means a lot to me. Sure. So of course I don't she think would it was look at either one of them. I don't think there was bad intention. Yeah. It was just like I know I would have been crying, but that was just kind yeah. of that that emotional <sighs> was kind of ruined. But it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's fine. I did. I did. You ruined everything, Dana. Are you listening? This is your first call out. You ruined everything. <laughs> I did kind of cry on the drive home, which was like weird. I did, did y'all make it home? I think I've already asked you. Have you? Did y'all make it home before the sun came up, or was uh, it coming up? As it was coming up as I was going home. Yeah, because we we saw the movie at two thirty a.m. Yeah, and it and it ended at like six ish. Yeah, yeah. I was like driving towards the sun rising, like sobbing. <laughs> put your sunglasses on the note that the story wasn't that touching it was just more of it was more the interpersonal relationships that kind of made it it, it, for me yeah it was just you know when iron man came out you know i i wasn't at the end they tease the avengers and then i like talked to my friends and speculated about the avengers movie and that was like friends were create like friendships were made and like all these things were going on in my life talking about the avengers in 2012 and then that happened and then the end teased thanos and then at that point from 2012 up until now it's just been speculating on what that's going to be like sure and every after credit scene of every movie it was always teasing (laughs) that specifically so i've been talking about the same thing for years yeah and every and even the after credits for Endgame is just all leading up to this movie. Yeah. This movie happens, and there's no after credit scene. There is none, which I would like to point out that you made it appear as if there was one. Yeah, because you kept telling me, "Oh, you're gonna be so surprised." I didn't say that. I said you're not gonna like it. You said you were gonna be surprised. I remember that specifically because it was just the clanging of the iron of like Iron Man making his first. Yeah. Yeah. But there's speculation that what if it's uh, the guy who works at the forge, yeah, like making another Infinity Gauntlet or something. I don't know. It's it's probably Iron Man. It'd be fucking stupid if it wasn't. <laughs> Anyways, so everything's been leading up to this movie, and that's that. They're gonna yeah. keep making Marvel movies, but oh, guaranteed. Any any yeah. major arc that's teased, it will be a new thing. It'll well, and be, that's that's be building why towards they, another. They had to hand off the. Uh, Captain America yeah. position. They had to hand off the Thor position. All that is now bestowed on to new people. Mm-hmm. Um, now Ronan is a thing. You know what I mean? It, yeah. Like it, it's not. They they very made it. They very much made it clear that the Avengers, as you first knew them, are no longer a thing. Mm-hmm. But the people that the positions that you knew, the names that you knew, are still around. Yeah. So it's still familiar. It's still this property still the avengers you know but it's not what it was the first movie yeah and that's just kind of sad or it's not sad it's just it's cathartic to just watch it all and and the new arc is a new thing and they didn't tease for it so it's just like any the next major villain is i it would have been the first time in roughly 10 years that i'm talking about a different thing other than sure. like Thanos fighting the Avengers because mm-hmm. it's already happened and so just yeah that's crazy so many like breakups me moving out of my parents house graduation 
like dyeing my hair getting it cut like i just like at the last day of i think seventh or eighth grade i went to go see uh what, what did i go see iron man 2 or iron man and just like all these memories embedded in these yeah and now it's over the it's thing i've over. been invested in is it's like done it it's it's finito yeah finished. yeah and Spider-Man 2, like, what the hell is the post credit scene of Spider-Man 2 going to be? Yeah. I mean, now at this point, I think it's going to kind of go back to um, before, like, kind of before this Infinity War, before the end game, it was more about who is the next Avenger they were going to add yeah. rather than where the story was going to go. And I think it probably will lean back towards that. Or it will lean... It's either going to lean towards that or it's going to lean into um, just doing kind of nods to other properties. So it's going to do like... <laughs> you just hear all the fucking animals meowing yeah. and Yeah, meowing and barking. And, uh, like, I'm sure it'll be like, ah, the end of Spider-Man 2 and it'll be like him, like, FaceTiming with Shuri or something. You know what I mean? It'll be yeah. some sort of interaction where it's like, ah, like we met in that you know that fight like what's up like you yeah. know it'll be something but i don't know if it'll be a full-on story thing yeah i could see that um but anywho we've been recording for about 50 minutes this is yeah. usually when we do our cap off dana are you listening dana blink twice if you're listening to this blink twice if he hurt you dana oh you blink twice wow not surprised calling the police i'm gonna i'm gonna call the cops and give them your license plate number when you're driving home report a drunk driver <laughs> Reported. no one Me will believe you. you're incoherent <laughs> we think we're recording this amazing podcast and when we listen back i'm just you hear what i'm saying and then we shit. hear we hear brian spin <laughs> <laughs> One tidbit before we go, I was listening to the radio on the way over here, and that's cool. That was it. Goodbye. <laughs> um, Supergirl. Apparently, her name is uh, and the the show on CW, Kara Danvers. Oh, gross! Isn't that interesting? Like, and I looked it up to. Apparently, like the the uh, DC came up with that name first, so uh, Marvel ended up. It was a totally separate character. It wasn't like meant to. I don't know if it was meant to be a superhero or what. Whatever. Originally, it was just a military operative or whatever, Carol yeah. Danvers, and then she ended up getting like you know exploded on and like getting all the powers of uh, Captain Marvel yeah. and like all that. Very interesting stuff, but I didn't really know that until this weekend and being like what there's like, so many overlaps between marvel and dc because yeah. their creative teams yeah. switch sides so often and sure. they're competing with each other because they also have shazam was captain marvel yeah and they captain marvel and marvel's captain marvel came out at the same time yeah and they one of them had to move a step aside and shazam was just changed shazam even though yeah. his name is captain marvel people yeah. can't call him shazam he can't call himself shazam he turned back into a kid yeah hey i'm shazam off oh. <laughs> shazam <laughs> but i mean marvel can't back down that's their company yeah, name. you know what i mean like they marvel. they own that word you could you know what i mean like yeah what are you gonna do you can't name 
can't name a hero after the yeah. name of their company. You know what I mean? I but they, there are so many parallels. Yeah, there definitely are. the X-Men came out. No, not, not the X-Men. When the Justice League came out, they were like, damn, we need our own superhero team. And they made the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. And so there's so many parallels of, oh, they both came out with groups of superheroes <laughs> doing stuff. Oh, they both did this. Yeah. Now they're, this is, it's it, crazy how Marvel and the movie front just lapped DC. Yeah. It's like, oh, not only did we do a team up movie, we did four of them. Yeah. Yeah, man. They just started so much earlier. I mean, DC could never get it right. The formula, they can't get the. Well, they were so dedicated on being different. If they would have just did the Mar- what Marvel did, it would have yeah. worked out. And I'm not saying they should have, but I'm saying that it was a guaranteed success, and they went a different route, and it, they butchered it. I have always felt, and this is... Like, I know there's other people that feel this way, and I know there's other people that don't. I've always felt that DC's superheroes, to me, always seem very two-dimensional. Uh, and this is not like I don't... I guess I prefer Marvel stuff over DC stuff, just especially cinematic you know universe but a lot of dc stuff to me just always feels very like they're cardboard cutouts of people that have certain attributes and that's it um and like when you see the parallels of like uh bruce wayne versus like uh iron tony stark iron man like i don't like iron man but I think there's a lot more there and there's a lot more humor and there's a lot more compassion and there's just a lot more of a person there rather than Batman is just like oh yeah he's so cool he just has all these he doesn't have powers but he has like cool gadgets like yeah well yeah also Iron Man has that but he's a person you know what I mean yeah I know exactly what you're talking about Bruce Wayne so many things can happen to Bruce Wayne and the stereotype is always he's brooding and cold and calculating I think the the primary difference between DC and Marvel as far as their characters, one I hate how the cities are made up because I can't get the geography of their world sure. figured out, and that hey, you're not supposed that, to. That really messes with me because yeah. Metropolis is supposed to be New York and Gotham is supposed to be New Jersey, and yeah. like that's why there's like a the body of water between them, but there's a bridge. Can I, it, I, <laughs> I hate that because where's New York? Yeah, where's I hate that, um, but it's a lot more comicky. They have fake city names and and people yeah. worship the heroes in that universe. They have statues of Superman yeah. and everyone's like, Oh wow, it's Batman, I'm a big fan, wow. Whereas Marvel, they're always so hesitant to embrace these people as heroes. Mm-hmm. Whereas you got the government trying to get them to sign up for things and I like that more because I think got... that's more of a realistic that that's kinda how I feel about all Marvel stuff. It it feels a little more if it feels like you can existed, actually see them in real life. You can see them in live action. It's like what would actually happen. It's like if I want. That's what you want. If I wanted Lion King in like real life. No, they're just more the, believable. Oh, that's so you want it to be like real. It's not. No, my thought is <laughs> d- no. checkmate, no. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not gonna agree with you because that's not true either. Because uh, that would just make me right. DC's characters are less interesting, and there's nothing there that's like the suicide squad trailer like that's what i want to see if you're gonna go the other direction if you're gonna go comic graphic like all to the wall like i want to see something new something exciting what mar what dc does is not interesting they turn they make everything grayscale they make everything a little more dramatic and it's 
it's never as successful. It's uh, even Iron Man, which I would consider, or uh, Aquaman, their, their most most uh, successful successful film was still just so awful. There were so many scenes, like when they go to the desert, that was not necessary. Um, there were I get was, to see it. There was background music throughout the entire movie, except for one scene, and it was so noticeable because it was so just just awful in this one scene i noticed it went away and then about two seconds later it started back up and i was like god damn it like they couldn't give any breathing room at all i was just uh it's not they're not doing anything in the way of like they're doing something different and making it more successful it seems like they're trying to mimic that success of like making that humor and making that they're just not doing it well enough yeah i agree and that's like i don't think that marvel is doing anything that's like oh live action real like dc's just not doing a good job of either one mm -hmm. that's why i I think i think they're i think they're just scrambling right now yeah but that's a conversation to have on another day (laughs) thank you so much for listening thank you thank you so much thank you so much for taking this time out of your day you're doing us us. a solid thank you so so much a solid of gas and a liquid i am so i'm tearing <laughs> the fact that you would listen to us out of anybody else wow thank you for just at least an hour just so to be an a- just an hour of your time that is now <laughs> gone listening to us listening to us thank you dana Thank, I really appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Dana, the only person who really <laughs> listens to our to our podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, this is goodbye. This is the end game. This is the end game. This is goodbye. This is farewell. Life goes on. <laughs>